It's Monday the 7th of November. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. Tim Gilbert here. I'm joined by my co-host Shane Lee and Shano. It is, it's good news to break this morning or today <laughs> that we're both on fitness campaigns. We're both going, trying to go down a couple of dress sizes. Well, I started this morning, mate. I got up nice and early, about 5.30, and I went for, to do mm. some exercise down at Balmoral, mate. I joined Andrew May from the Strive Stronger podcast, um, and he said, come down. He does a session on a Monday morning, so I thought I'll kick off the week on a good note, and hopefully I'll eat better and uh, maybe do a little bit more exercise throughout the week, Tim. Yeah, great initiative. Yeah, I've been seeing uh, a personal trainer a couple of days a week and you just feel better, don't you, when you start to move, you start to get a little bit stronger and you think back later in the day, oh, I've already been to the gym, so it does make you feel a bit better. Mm. It's a, it's an important part of life. All right, the Australian cricket team, oh, goodness, this has been a pretty ordinary campaign. I'd love to uh, hear what you have to say on this one. Nick Kyrgios, and uh, it looks like he's made amends for that comedy made at Wimbledon and the Australian Rugby League team well they're looking hot at the World Cup in life the most important thing is trust without it everything is a lot harder in a quickly changing and turbulent time Barclay Pierce Capital is a safe pair of hands an organisation built on people they understand you've worked hard to build your nest egg and their asset management business is tailored to suit your needs their services help grow your wealth in order to provide long-term safety and security for you and your family. BPC, just a phone call away. Afternoon sports. Are you thinking about making a podcast to build your brand, sell something, or even align with some great sporting talent? If so, contact the Afternoon Sport Group and we'll make it easy. We can cover everything from making you sound great to the talent getting it delivered to the right audience and even selling ads on it. Isn't it time you had your own podcast? For more information, email us at hello at afternoonsport.com. Shane, look, I watched the game against um, Afghanistan, the Australian uh, T20 game, and, and to their credit, Afghanistan played really, really well. But I, you know, I can't, walk away from the fact that this has, in my eyes, been a very limp campaign by the Australian cricket team, and they're out. They are out, mate. Uh, to only win by four runs over Afghanistan, not taking a lot away from them. They played fairly well, but Australia should be far more dominant than that. Mm. And I think this goes back to, reminds me of the 1996 50-over uh, uh, World Cup, which I participated in. And post that, we had a big shake-up and a lot of changes, and I think... Um, before that next T20 World Cup, there will be a lot of changes within that Australian lineup. Did they hurt enough? That, look, it's interesting, isn't it? Mm. You've got you've got to observe it from every angle, and uh, you know maybe I was I'm being overcritical here, but I, I wonder whether they were hurting enough. Yeah, I just don't think we got it right from from ball one. I think uh, the Kiwis took it to us and and uh, and give us a. A, a defeat by almost 80 runs really put us behind the eight ball. Um, the washout against England didn't help, but you can't make excuses for that. Um, yeah, it just didn't seem... I agree, Tim. The, the guys didn't seem to be that upset, really. Um, they play so much these days, get paid so much money. Maybe that's just a big factor in it. Yeah, I'm sure that that is in some way involved. And uh, England, well, they almost uh, got a repper charge, didn't they, the Australian team? Because we all thought England would dominate Sri Lanka and <laughs> Sri Lanka went <laughs> all the way and, and, and the English got the wobbles a bit. They got there in the end. 
Yeah, I watched this guy with a good mate of mine, Arby, and um, mm. he was he's betting on Stryker, Um And I told him he thought he was totally gone. Yeah. And I said, you never know with England, mate. They can choke. And they almost did. It was Stokes in the end who sort of hung in there. He got 42 not out of 36 balls. Mark Wood was the best English bowlers with three for 26 off three. But they limped over the line, only chasing uh, 141. They got there just towards the end. A couple of other interesting results. Uh, that that uh, result with Bangladesh going down to Pakistan had its element of controversy. And the Netherlands, what about that beating South Africa and kicking them out of the World Cup? Well, you, you, um, a lot of people wouldn't realise that a lot of South African population are, from, are Dutch. Um, and uh, so they, they must know each other's game pretty well. But they were totally uh, outplayed by the Dutch in this game. South Africa scoring eight for 145, and then the Dutch, you know, four down for 158, just dominated. And um, yes, yeah, so South Africa once again uh, fail in a World Cup campaign. And Bangladesh and Pakistan, this was controversial to finish here. Yeah, the third umpire, this is probably the worst third umpire decision I've ever seen in any format of any sport. Um, mm-hmm. It was a clear inside edge, and he, he just failed to see it and uh, was giving, him, giving the batsman out LBW. Um, it's a shame, but what it sets up now, Tim, the semi-finals, New Zealand take on Pakistan, India take on England. I'm tipping, and I tipped this a while ago, Pakistan versus India in the final, and wow. I reckon that if that happens, that will be the highest rating television um, uh, audience for any sport ever, I reckon, if that, if that happens. It'll be huge. Oh, yeah. uh, it will, because the, the game the other day was fantastic. Yep. Yeah, I, I think that these four teams have been the best, um, so it'll be very yep. interesting to see what does happen. Now, it can be a bit of a dangerous space sometimes sitting in the crowd at a cricket game because you've got to watch when the ball flies, and obviously <laughs> in the modified versions of the game, you see plenty of sixes, but sometimes we just see a ripping catch by the most peculiar individual, and uh, a, a steward at the Adelaide Oval, the beautiful Adelaide Oval, has pulled off a stunner. Absolute stunner. Just mm. threw the left mid up and took it. But the consummate of ease, and um, it was a fantastic catch. The thing I feel, you forget about Tim when, when you're actually playing cricket all the time and you're practicing, your hands actually get quite hard. But if you're just in the audience watching, um, that's those cricket balls are seriously hard and can bloody hurt. And uh, yeah, the way you took that catch blew everyone's mind. I remember uh, covering some Australian training a few years ago, and you get to see what uh, other people are made of sometimes when a cricket ball's hit yes. at you at pace. Ricky Ponting's, you know, I don't think anyone hit the ball quite like Ricky Ponting when he'd slap it, you know, like yep. drive the ball. Anyway, one of the, and I won't mention his name, but <laughs> one, one of my colleagues, was, as Ricky smashed the ball, was coming straight towards us. He hid behind me. <laughs> Happy for you to take the hit, Tim. Um, now, um, Nick Kyrgios, um, we saw that comment, and, and obviously he says all sorts of stuff, doesn't he, when he's playing tennis, after tennis in media conferences, and he'd made that uh, comment about an individual in the crowd saying he must have had 700 beers, got himself into a spot of bother. He seems to have calmed the waters there. Well, he has. Um, they've settled out of court. Uh mm. It was during Wimbledon when he pointed out um, a female in the audience who turned out to be a Polish lawyer, um, and she's gone at him for defamation. Um, well, he has uh, publicly apologised to her now and said he will donate £20,000 to the Grand Ormond uh, Street Hospital charity. So um, that's a good deed from him. Uh, she seems to be happy with that, so we're all moving on. Lewis Hamilton's uh, got on social media and uh, set the F1 world on fire. This seems to happen almost weekly with one of them. Well, Fernando Alonso came out and basically had a go at um, 
Lewis's credentials and basically said that, you know, he's only really ever competing against his own teammate. And mm. and now that, uh, well, he, he pulled out an old old picture that they were actually garage mates at some stage. There's a picture with him standing atop the podium <laughs> over Alonso and it's blown up social media. And uh, yes, get back in your box, son. That's pretty much what that means. We are in the off season in the AFL, but obviously there's lots of dramatic stories that are swirling. The Hawthorne one, probably the biggest of them all with this investigation going on. And it's been interesting to see some comments by a number of players, ex-Hawks players, families, um, have come out and, and basically said to the AFL, the body of the AFL, said, okay, well, we'll participate in all of this, but you need to be better. They've, they've sort of pointed the finger at the organisation and said, you need to be better. Yeah, and fair enough too, but uh, the ex-Hawks players, families, are all now willing to cooperate um, in the investigation, so we'll get to the bottom of it. Um, They're all involved, Uh, no one's walking away from it, so the AFL will run a very, very thorough process now, and hopefully, um, if there are any issues there, that they get weeded out and we all move on, and we have a very inclusive game of sport in the AFL. Yeah, it's important. Stay with us because we're going to talk a little bit of rugby league, boxing and NFL. The new Elite Bet app has arrived. It's got all the betting features you expect and new ones you're going to love. Elite Bet is your one-stop shop on race day with Hot Bet, where you can back the tips of proven winning punters. Build fast sports multis and play same game multis. The Elite Bet app is the smoothest betting experience around. Trusted for 10 years, Elite Bet is 100% Australian owned. The only betting app you need this spring is Elite Bet. Gamble responsibly. Well, I thought Lebanon did a pretty good job against Australia the other day to stay with them for as long as they did. They were always going to lose. But um, yeah, in the end, the power of the Australians got over the top. Josh Adokar scoring five tries. Five tries, yeah, brilliant. And uh, he's obviously the leading try scorer in the World Cup at the moment. But the 48-4 win just cast my memory back to the state of origin this year. We probably could have done with Josh Adokar on the wing in hindsight. Mm. Uh, would have been nice. But uh, look, I think the, the Lebanese team have done very, very well. But they get serious now. Australia takes on New Zealand, and they'll need to go up a gear um, against the New Zealand team. Wade Graham re-signing for another year at the Sharks. I think this will take it to 15 years. This makes me feel very, very old because I remember calling <laughs> football when he was at school at Hill Sports High oh, right. uh, all those years ago. And he's now about to become a potential 300-gamer. Um, mm. Currently, it's his 13th season he'll sign on for. He's, he's currently played 277 matches. And injuries permitting, um, uh, there's a Getney. Uh, he'll join the 300 club this season. Yeah, he's been quite a player. He's uh, yeah. And he started as a little halfback at school, and he's gone on to be a colossus, not only at club level, but at representative level as well. What about Sonny Bill Williams speaking about a colossus? But uh, he got beaten up, didn't he, by Hunt? Mate, I watched this fight. Unbelievable. Hunt just dropped him and uh, he, his knees buckled and he went down. It's funny now, they're really, everyone's sort of looking back on Sonny Bill's career and he's a bit of a, a, a um, code hopper, uh, for better word. Mm. Um, we all know that he played in the NRL, but he only played 128 matches in the end, which I thought he played a lot more. Um, and some are saying he ma- didn't make the most of his opportunities when he played for the All Blacks. I think that's probably a little bit harsh. And now he has a failed boxing career. They're saying he's not going to go down as a sporting legend uh, based on his talent. He should have been a lot better. 
Yeah, well, he was soundly beaten in this one, wasn't he? He was yeah. soundly beaten. Uh, ben Simmons, um, look, he was widely criticised uh, not being in and around the Australian team. The Australian guys defended him during the last Olympics when they won the bronze medal. They said that he was in constant correspondence. But he's come out and said that he is very keen to play for the Australian team again. And if he's at his best, he'd be a great asset. Would he? I don't know about that. At his best. I said, that's yeah. why I preface it. I said, at his best. Yeah. He'd be a great asset. I, I think, yeah, potentially his best, Tim, but I think he has a lot, a lot of off-field issues. And I don't. Know, and he said here that 100% he'd love to play in the next Olympics. That's a definite goal of his. And he wants to be ready to go for that one. Uh, and he wants to represent Australia. But uh, we only want him if he's going to be switched on both mentally and physically. We're seeing a lot of good stories about Australian players in the NFL. And often it's because of their punting ability, but not just the NFL, but college football as well. And there's been a... An amazing 68-metre punt from a young fellow, which has uh, everyone talking about where he'll end up. Yeah, well, they're, they're claiming that this is the greatest punt of all time. It went 68 metres, mm. it bounced, and it, and it just went into the boundary about 30 centimetres from the, the corner post. Uh, a huge kick, and it's put this kid up in lights. When you're getting paid $100 million a year, and you know, you're getting all the good news stories, and you're, you're playing well, uh, it's fantastic. Sometimes things don't always go well and uh, people start to criticise you. Now, this is Jordan Mylata, this giant, yeah. this Australian player that played a bit of junior rugby league. I think it was in and around the Canterbury Bulldogs. But, uh, yeah, y- you're, you're going to have your day, aren't you? you? You know, what is it? Swings and roundabouts, yeah. rocks and diamonds, all this kind of stuff. Well, we know that um, Jordan is 166 kilos, 203 mm. centimetres tall. Um, and playing a very, very important position for the Eagles. Um, well, his defensive game wasn't the best, um, and the quarterback was sacked twice. Um, funnily enough that the the coach of the team has come out, um, Nick Cerrani, and took full responsibility and said Jordan, it wasn't Jordan's fault at all. He didn't have the defensive line synced up. So um, interesting comments from the coach there. But, uh, yeah, people are really calling for Jordan's head on social media. What about Mattress Mac winning $115 million after the Houston, Houston Astros won the World Series? He put $10 million down and the old bloke's mm. on the sideline there. He's won $115 million. Unbelievable. But, yeah, well well oh. done. It was a, a turnout event. I didn't think that they were going to win the uh, the World Series. Yeah, and uh, I'll tell you what, that is some sort of win. They say money one's twice as good as money earned. Yep. Now, you were telling us last week about a Mossman cricket lunch that you were attending and you were going to interview a few players. How did it go? Yeah, it went really, really well, and uh, they played a nice video there. They mm-hmm. uh, presented both first and second grade with their premiership caps from last season, uh, and the legendary Alan Border was there to do that. Um, when they showed the video, I saw two of my old teammates from Mossman, Warwick Adlam, who's now the club president, Uh, and a guy called Evan Hughes who was managing the first and second grade teams. And when they both won the premierships, both uh, Warwick and Evie sprinted out in the field. Now, I played a lot with these two. They didn't run that fast when they played cricket. I tell you what, I don't know where they're back. They're they're back, mate. They must have had 15 beers in them, but they sprinted out and almost passed in the young punks. I I would love to have seen that um, enthusiasm when they were playing for first grade for Mossman. (laughs) It's amazing. Amazing where motivation lies, Shaq. That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. Big thank you to our sponsors. Fantastic sponsors, Barclay, Pierce Capital. They're only a phone call away. And a big thank you to our wonderful producer, Mr. Dan McHugh. We are back on board tomorrow. We'll see you then, guys. Take care. Thanks for listening to Afternoon Sport. 
If you enjoyed the show, why not check out one of our other podcasts, like Lunch with Lee. Former cricketer Shane Lee talks to celebrities, sports people, musicians, politicians, and more about sports, music, and business. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or head to afternoonsport.com.